welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released record and discuss it in depth. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. This week we're talking about a new record from the band Sego called Sego Sucks, and it starts out with a song called Neon Me Out. Time to pass the time, went and skipped the funeral Bodies dilated beyond all things existential Grocery bags sound mine, pouring water into wine Press my teeth against the glass, dusty ice, suburban trash Took my life for granted till I saw myself in pixels All alone and lost in woods to take a thousand pictures Then you brought a camera, made my female friends are models Now I'm seeing selfie posing, nearly naked by the water Sego is a band that's originally from Utah and is now living in LA. And I first became aware of them when we went to South by Southwest this year. They were on my playlist. And one of the magic things about the South by Southwest Music Conference is that we have a list of probably 200 bands that are on the schedule that I create. And there are maybe four or five that I'm really excited about and have a lot of expectations about and everybody else. It's just kind of like I've heard one or two songs that could be good or I've heard something great about them and let's just check them out and they were one of these bands where we saw them at Maggie Mays and I went in with just kind of not a lot of expectations and they were so much fun and such a great live performance and such great energy and uh, it was it really made me excited about hearing this record yeah they had a remarkable stage presence and just a ton of energy and announced hey we've got our album coming out in about a month and that's always fun to like, oh, I'll get to hear these guys on record. and But there is always that danger, I think, with a band with that kind of intense energy live, how is that going to translate into the album? And so to have it start with this just kind of grungy, throbbing bass line that's in your face. And it's, it's such re- a great bass line. It's really fun. And then takes you on a real trip because you've got the, okay, people are going to, compare me to Beck and I'm okay with that and laying down these just rapid I think of like slacker philosopher lyrics and then that chorus is not what I expected where it's this kind of high soaring very synth driven yet also then with this more light and airy bass line that just draws you along and it's such a fun combination of sounds and just welcoming you into the album that just the energy level is so high here Yeah, these guys, they were just a pair, the singer and the drummer, and on their first record, and now they've added the bassist and the multi-instrumentalist slash keyboardist. And I think those two were some of the liveliest. They added the most to the live performance. And so you can, I've listened, gone back and listened to the first record as well, and you can really hear how the sound has filled out. Yeah, they give Alyssa Davey that basis, the the opening, like here, you get to welcome people onto this album and it's just fantastic and she gets to shine in a, in a big way. And I, I think that's awesome because, so the front man, Spencer Peterson, 
you know, he's got that great sardonic delivery and is the chief songwriter, but is clearly, he may be the front man, but he's let, you know, able to invite these other musicians to shine and in to, in a lot of different styles. So, you know, we'll hear a very different kind of welcome to the album on the next track. It's called Give Me. I think it's time we all start acting our age. cliche subject matter to have a song about should we sell out should we have our big hit song but they they it's delivered in such a humorous way and so kind of self-aware and sardonic that that really redeems the song yeah it's just the kind of cheesiness of the usa chant being the the chorus although as the song goes on it kind of gets the USA, USA gets kind of whispered and then the guitars get more and more kind of out of control happening over it. And then by the end, uh, they're pledging allegiance to the new flag of America that's black, white, and gray as a chorus of children sing, make that money. And it's just, it's so over the top. And I almost think trying too hard, but it works as a song. And it also is nice. I think when I first heard this you know we said oh that first song oh they're going to be compared to Beck and they're okay with that and this is definitely like we're going to be compared or, to LCD, LCD sound system and it really does you know I feel the like the cowbell oh, really yeah and just the, the the rhythm and the delivery of the lyrics here sounds so much like North American scum and, and that was also a song like oh kind of misgivings about what it is to be American and here they're just chanting USA and yet I think the song goes in such a different direction musically and thematically that it's like it's all right you can you can overlap a little bit and if you're going to you know be influenced and inspired, be influenced and inspired by amazing other musicians. I think part of what created that kind of callback for me is the way that there are overlapping rhythmic patterns and there's the cowbell and the drums and then the bass is very rhythmic. And I think that's what makes this music so appealing to me. It's like you can really dance to it and sing along. It has a lot of great motion. Yeah, it can be very dark, and since it was Spencer Peterson's delivery is is often very understated, mm-hmm. and yet the energy level is so high, and it's yeah, it draws me in, and I, I really appreciate the just different guitar sounds where there's just multiple different guitar solos. So we have again super bass heavy up the front, establishing that beat, but then the guitars, and I think he's he's lead guitar along with the keyboardist multi instrumentalist Brendan McBride and he embraces so many different guitar styles and they all work in one song. And then the sort of fifth person here is the producer who's making or make, I'm not sure who's doing the production. Well, so but... I, I think they went up to a church in Canada and apparently like they had a bunch of producers and it was very much the old school self-indulgent go up there for as long as it takes and just throw a bunch of people in Rome and bang these ideas around with as many people and bring in different producers. If it isn't working, let's maybe someone else has a good idea. But my point is that the production is really interesting and there's a yeah. lot that you pick up on listening with headphones because I'm usually listening 
listening for the first couple times just in the living room or whatever on whatever speaker we have or there. Or cra- crappy Bluetooth earbuds. Yeah, but then when you put on the over-the-ear headphones, you hear the, all the other interesting little touches and i love the like what's that noise crickets yeah the, that noise that's just repeated yeah, throughout. And it just and i think it adds to that sense of unease that even as he's trying to convince himself like oh i'm just gonna go legit and make that money but it's what's that noise what's that noise and it's just that question picking at your brain so another sort of questioning questioning what's accepted wisdom isn't the next song that we'll play which is my favorite on this record it's called shame Everyone's trying to sell me drugs I'm just like you, but lazy What if I am the normal one? What if everyone else is crazy? All these people, all these problems Oh my gosh, oh my darling All my friends' teeth are turning gold But I'm the only one that's smiling was the first single and totally makes sense because it is so I keep saying inviting but all of these songs just have this warmth even as they have this edge to them and I think this is a great example of I think that first song it's like I'm going to sound a lot like Beck and here's just there's just enough of that but no and and it's it's something like yeah I have read a few reviews and everyone says like you have to get it out of your system they're like yeah they're going to sound like a lot of other bands okay but and that's it's the last synthesis. time you're going to say that okay <laughs> I will get it out of my system but it is tough because this band is new this is only their second album their first is a four piece and it's really hard not to hear these examples but here I feel like it's synthesized into something completely new and completely wonderful and I think their songwriting is just so fun like that synthetic kind of it sounds like a sample but not that Mm -hmm. beat where it's just kind of fuzzed out and then it kind of weirdly drops out at various points and yet it's all driven by this bass line again I think what makes a really great song is when you first hear it and upon first listen you can kind of follow it and follow the melody and the beat and get engaged with it but then as you listen to it more and more you find more interesting things about it and I love the lyrics it's so kind of funny and I that we faded out right after the the I'm not tough enough I'm not punk enough I've got too much love I've got too much stuff and this also has the my other favorite line in this whole record which is all my friends teeth are turning gold and I'm the only one that's smiling yeah and then to, to me the, like the ultimate like oh okay these guys are definitely based in LA is the I think I just joined a new cult <laughs> it's just such a great and again we could rattle off the lyrics because they're so lyrically dense all of these songs and yet also 
you know, instrumentally, like there's so much variety, so many different guitar sounds, so many different bass sounds. Here there's these kind of samples. And I think what gives the chorus so much punch in this song is the way that the drums drop out and then it's just acoustics and kind of a weird effect on a keyboard. Yeah, it and sounds then, almost like a choir, like, ooh, yeah. And then kind of right into the everything comes back for the chorus. Yeah. And, and how in that second in that second verse where we kind of had the expectations had in the first verse and then in the second verse you had those moments where it just dropped out to be like I'm not punk enough and so you're they're subverting the expectations so quickly and then even having just verse these choruses that are different styles and then multiple different bridges guitar solos guitar solos going over the different choruses and they're having a lot of fun within that pop song structure and it's really it, delightful. And, and and we commented on the humor in the lyrics. And this next song that we'll play, Whatever Forever, apparently Spencer Peterson had written some, like a whole list of bullet points that were sort of placeholder lyrics <laughs> that they were originally, eventually going to replace with something else. And then they just stayed in the song. So we'll play that next. This was the other single from the album, or the maybe the second single, but is the first song where I didn't fall into that. Oh, I'm going to try to compare these guys. I think there's just uh, they have made their own sound here, and it's pretty awesome. The way that it starts out with this driving punk beat and then goes into an indie rock synthy chorus is so, and it goes so seamlessly. I really like this song. Yeah, there's fantastic anticipation. So it's mm-hmm. it's super. The beat is really driving and he's talking so fast and it's got that great pre-chorus of like i I bought a car i stole some gum and i love that just those two extremes Mm -hmm. of this huge thing and then Mm -hmm. there's just i stole some gum gave it away was it the car or the gum i'm not sure it's just this kind of world where perspective and meaning are just gone and then even as it's going fast and meaning is being torn apart and you anticipate the buildup and then it just goes first pre-chorus first pre-chorus and three times we came there and listened to the third verse and pre-chorus and then some more noodling around on the guitar so the last thing you're expecting then is that polished and poppy chorus that is inspirational about just goofing off and just pretending that you're still in your 20s for the rest of your life yeah i really like the way that i feel like this album as a whole captures the feeling of being disaffected in your 20s and 30s and having some vague 
dissatisfaction with that sort of is all is this all there is but then also having a sense of humor about it and it captures that both lyrically and sonically i think in the the way that the music goes from frantic to kind of optimistic to dancey to the speak singing delivery that gives a an emotional distance to it that all of those things combined just really create a mood that's very effective i don't feel like a lot of folks are doing this combination of things and doing it this well with this level of musicianship and that yeah i mean i'm well past my 20s but that it really pulls you into that notion of just like okay maybe things aren't terrible but also like i don't see where this is going and maybe the economy seems kind of screwy i can't really get ahead and i don't even feel like i'm supposed to be and yeah just questioning everything is it just gonna be whatever forever it's exactly uh it's yeah the it's a such a great statement of purpose and just as a title for a song and then just add the chorus like for, for whatever forever it's like yay and it's as you said like all these songs are so energetic and like yay kind of sing along chorus and it what a weird mm-hmm. message yeah and as a california native i appreciate that a lot of people in here in san francisco and in la are from other places and feel that double attachment to the place they live and their hometown and that's reflected in the next song that we'll play sucker saint interview with Spencer Peterson where he was talking about the assumptions people make because he's from Utah and Provo no less not even Salt Lake City and he said that this song is about it is is about that in that people view him as either a sucker or a saint yeah there's a lot of lyrics in here that are clearly kind of being a little ambivalent about things where he talks about like I'm I'm high but not above you and I'm in it but not of it and that could describe oh I guess Utah is sort of at a high altitude and he was not necessarily Mormon even amongst that uh, society and what I like here is I think musically as he's kind of going back to how he feels about his upbringing and I think we go to the past where I think what we've heard musically is very anchored to me in sort of the 90s and more recently and then these verses just feel very 80s with those kind of guitar sounds and the kind of and the echoes on his voice and everything's like oh i'm like these guys could open for you too and then those chorus is just like a almost like 60s psychedelia which then they double down on that in the uh, bridge and it's i can't that they're finding this combination of sounds from such just disparate influences and putting them together in a song that's so engaging and, uh, you know, uh, catchy is a word that I overuse, but <laughs> it's, 
seeing these patterns and seeing combinations that a, a lesser artist wouldn't think to do. This also marks the second half of the record where the beat, the first half is much more punk and dancey and fast beats and danceable bass lines. And the second half is much more synth heavy and melodic and 80s influenced or, or indie rock influenced. It feels more, it, it yeah, it feels more contemplative. I feel mm-hmm. like the, the first half is more in your face and kind of angry and this one seems to be stepping back and yeah spencer peterson does a lot more singing instead of talking in the back half as well and that's also the case in the next song we'll play which is called anvil hands slide down the razor blade to a sea of lemonade will you keep calling me when my memory starts to fade the first song on the album where i feel like i don't know what he's singing about but it sounds really cool and he they're he's doing fun stuff and the synth versus guitars really are balanced out and but yeah, what's Spencer going on peterson had said in an interview that i read that this was also about remembering your hometown and missing it but being happy where you are and i love the way it's so shimmery it's got the very synthy electric guitar with the acoustic guitar over it and then the cymbals it is a really yeah. like high brassy sound well yeah i think that the percussion here really shines and i think this is a chase a case where they've got the dr- the drummer but then also that multi-instrumentalist leaps in and he's often shaking in the stage act he's often shaking stuff and dancing around yeah like, and you really I, get that sense of i got exhausted just watching him switch instruments constantly <laughs> yeah and so it, but it really works here because i think there's such a variety of of percussion and sounds that really flesh it out and it really demonstrates the range on this record of sounds i think we've talked quite a bit about how every song has a different mood and has a different style and different vocal delivery and we go from this song which is very synthy and very 80s sounding to a song that's just rocking out with guitars and we'll play that next
happy we got to play a little of that because I'm so glad to hear them going into that sort of 90s grunge almost into shoegazy super metal-y guitar but then with that anarchy at the end and yet with all the craziness I feel like that's some of the, this is some of the prettiest singing on the record and so like that sing-along chorus and it's hard to imagine a Gen Xer didn't write that chorus of like or that <laughs> ver- lyric of like I'm a fish and in the belly of the bigger one swim on swim on in the belly of the bigger one and it's just so pretty and kind of depressing and wonderful yeah, these these guys are playing uh, Cafe du Nord on June first, so I'm not sure when you're hearing this, but there should be time to get yeah. tickets. Well, wherever you are, they're looping the country. They're doing a nice East Coast, up the East Coast through the Midwest, and then down the West Coast, ending up in San Francisco on June first. But I'm really excited to go see them. This is such a great record, and it's rare that I'm this excited about an album that I'm hearing of a band for the first time. This is their second album, but I had never heard the first one. So they're new to me. And when we do this podcast, we listen to an album so many times to really get the nuance of it. And usually by the time that I'm, that we're recording it, I'm really burned out on the record. But today when I was running, I was still just listening to shame over and over again. Cause it's such a great song. Yeah. The replay value is amazing. I will say because it's so inviting and, fun sounding when I first heard it I thought oh this isn't gonna have that staying power and I'm so glad that I came back and gave it another try and like oh yeah there's actually some depth here oh and there's some more depth oh but it's still really fun as you're enjoying that depth and and to know that if you see them backing the tour the tour backing it they're also an amazing live act so uh, a fantastic new a voice on the scene yet another amazing band that we discovered at South by Southwest so thank you Austin And thank you, Utah, and thank you, L.A. (laughs) So we're going to go out with the last song, which is called Coming Home. And we've been discussing the album Sago Sucks, which is uh, apparently a hashtag that people were tweeting about after they were at a Rubble Bucket show. And Alex Toth of Rubble Bucket recommended them because they're friends. And they're like, hey, you should check out Sago. And then some disgruntled fan was tweeting Sago Sucks. And so they just kind of ran with it. Yeah, it's It's so self-aware and just like, yeah, we're going to have fun with with being a celebrity and some people aren't going to like us and that's fine but well it's also an ability to laugh at yourself and not take yourself too seriously absolutely which is what i like so again sago sucks by sago and you've been listening to for the record thanks so much for listening Disappointed by this content I need some new perspective My judgment clouded by your worst intentions I wandered off mid-conversation And merely asked someone directions Could not procure a vindication To sit back and stick around I'm coming home, I'm coming home I'm coming home, I'm coming home
time to die Validating all your fears I remember the old case